Hi, family, and welcome to Jordan's Journey Podcast, your number one resource to help you grow in life and in faith. I'm your host, Jordan Thorpe, where we talk all things your journey to becoming, becoming who God is calling you to be. So if you're ready to learn and grow along your journey, stay tuned. Yeah. If you don't go through anything, you are not going to know how to survive. Yeah. You're going to be lost. Yeah. And so right now I said, and I prayed, like I said, this battle is not mine. It's God's. It's God's mm-hmm. battle. And it's my son's battle. And it's God's battle with him. Because I, I tried to prevent all of this from coming because I know that my son didn't get, he was always spoiled his whole life. Mm. Before his dad and, you know, before his dad came home and when I had him, he never wanted for nothing. Unlike the other kids, they went through the struggle. So they're learning. They see. Yeah. He didn't. Mm. Okay. So now it's time for him to hit rock bottom too. Mm-hmm. Just like me. Mm-hmm. In order for him to, sometimes you have to And broken. sometimes that can be hard to it see your kids. Hard. It is. It's you know, because you want to protect me. them and cover them. And, it's um, me. but there's some things they just have to learn on, on their, their own. own. I can't show him because his mind is already set. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I can do is pray. Mm-hmm. And I leave it in God's hands, but I am going to enforce, you know, it, it's going to get done. He's going to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure that God holds him and covers, and, and covers his mind and mm-hmm. speaks to him. Mm-hmm. So the enemy was attacking your son. Um, You were understanding your gifts, learning your gifts. Yes. As far as just feeling the energy like God is allowing you to feel. And he's also allowing you to and, see. And I can look at a person and I can see. Like, Yeah, you can see. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't right. You have you, you can see the whole demonic spirit on them, mm-hmm. you, and you can see it. Right, you can look at a person, and their eyes tell it all. Yes, their eyes tell it all. The eyes are the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what do you believe God is sh- allowing you to see this for? I don't know. That's the question. I don't understand. Yeah, my grandmother told me this before she passed. On her deathbed, I said, what am I going to do without you? Mm. She said, <laughs> that was what she did and took her side. She said, I told you when you was a child, you were special. You have a gift. I can never show you. Only you can see. Wow. So this is what she told you on her she passed deathbed. Wow. So she left me. She said, you were born with a veil over your face. I can't. She said, I can't show you. You have to learn. You have to understand it on your own. It's not for me to show you. Mm-hmm. So I never understood what she was saying. Why? So I was always afraid. I started getting scared. Like, why? And then that's when all the things started happening. The church things I seen at the church. So back to the church before we jump around. Back to the church. Okay. Um. That happened, okay. Then um, I ended up getting a phone call. Years back, I dated this guy, okay. And his mom was sweet as pie, okay. So anyway, crazy, she was going to that church. Mm. So out of nowhere, she got my phone number, okay. This is when me and the kids were laying and sleeping in the car. She called me. She said, you can come and stay here. How did you know I didn't have nowhere to go? Number one, I never said any of that to you guys at that church. Never said nothing. So being that I knew her, I said, okay. I packed up what me and the kids had, 
and we went there. When we got there, it didn't last two weeks. First, I got there, like I said, I had started that job. So um, my first paycheck, I, whatever money I got, I split it with her. I mm. put all my food stamps in the house, whatever, because you're helping me here, you know. Yeah. Well, it was like the day of my pay that I was going to get paid. I had to go to work. And she woke up a whole different woman. She threw my Bible at me. I was, like I said, pregnant. She was punching me in my stomach. My money. And I said, I'm giving it to you. I have to go to work. And um, I ended up calling the police. The police said, well, if you would have hit her, you would have been in jail. And I'm like, I'm the victim here. What is going on? Like, Wow. Okay. She knew that I got my keys to my house. But I didn't have no lights, no gas, no water on. So I said, I don't care. Me and my kids were going home. We will lay in the dark. We will get bottled water. We will wash. I am not going back to anyone's home. Mm. I will deal with this. And that's what I did. I went home. And I stayed in the dark. I didn't have no water. I didn't have no lights. I didn't have no gas. But I had a home. Mm. And that's all that mattered. Yeah. Because after I seen what people can do in the church, and you're supposed to, but like I said, this was a cult. This was a witchcraft church. But the, they didn't say that they were a cult. They probably, what was the name of the church? I honestly can't remember. That They probably I didn't have that on the front. But I know exactly where it's at. Yeah, it yeah. didn't say that. It didn't say that. But I know what Deception. happened inside. Yes. And so after all this, I get in my house, you know, things are going good. Stuff starts coming together. I run into one of the other girls. She says to me, um, are you coming back to church? I said, absolutely not. I said, I don't need to go to no church. God is in me. I don't need yeah. to go to church. He's yeah. all up in here. Yeah. No matter what decisions I make. Mm. So she looked at me like, and then as I look at her today now, I'm like, yeah, the cult got to you too because you don't look like yourself <laughs> at all. What does she look like? She got all this surgery and stuff done and she looks bad. Just mm. doesn't just... You just change your whole body, your whole every. She just doesn't mm -hmm. look right. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I was able to notice. And this happened to me with two churches. So, this was it for me for churches. I said, I'm done. I'm just going to pick up this Bible and I continue to read. And I continue to read. And I continue to pray. And I continue to pray. I have not. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm living my life so holy as this Christian. No, I'm not. Mm. I'm not. I'm still on a mm. journey. I'm still learning. My, I'm still yeah, making, we're all on a journey. I'm still on a journey. Yeah. But what I will not do is sit up here and act like this holy person that is praising God and doing everything right when mm -hmm. I know I'm still learning mm -hmm. and I'm not going to kick and break people down. If anything, I'm here to build you up. I give my last when I don't have anything. Mm. I had $40 just the other day and this guy came to the pump and he had $3 for gas and I looked and I was like... Sir, I'm just going to put another 10 in your tank. Wow. So out of my 40, I have 30 now. But I said, I don't care. I'll get it back. Did you get it back? I sure did. Yeah. That's and how I always get my blessings back. Yeah. And I said, before I pay a tithe <laughs> into another church, I'd rather give to the people out here who need. Yeah. Because that'll be my tithe to give back. Yeah. I am not going to put support these churches who are taking this money and you're not doing anything for these people. Mm. I am not doing it. Yeah. You know, we pay all these tithes. Like, even in our church, I'm paying tithe after tithe. And you guys are taking the money and doing what? Putting it into your cult, into your witchcraft that you're teaching. Absolutely mm. not. 
So I started taking my money or anything I get, whatever blessing I get. If someone blessed me, I bless someone else that day. I don't care if it was just food out my freezer. I don't care if it was a ride, a little bit of gas, whatever. I give back that way. I refuse to to um, feed the devil's crowd. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. So, like I said, I'm on the journey learning who I am. Yeah. Why I have this gift. Yeah. What my purpose is. And I am here to be the strength for my brothers and my sons. My son and my, my daughter's sons. I'm sorry, sons and my daughter. That's what I am. Yeah. I take the beatings for them before I want to watch them go through any type of trauma. That's why it's hurting me for my son because it's like I already slipped through my hands. So now it's just like, okay. Mm, it's never too late. I know it's not late and I'm not yeah. giving up. But yeah. he has he has to go through something for him to get it, for him to grasp it. Mm-hmm. And I know he's going to come back and say, Mom, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. But I'm still praying for him. Mm-hmm. That's the best I could do because I know that I have talented, beautiful, unique children. Yeah. You came from someone who was already chosen. So you're chosen as well. Yeah. You just don't know yet. Yeah. And as you're being obedient to God, doing what God is calling you to do, um, he knows that you have children and he's not going to leave your children as you're being obedient to him. Mm-hmm. You know, their children are attached to your obedience and to the blessings that come from obedience. Yeah. Um, so as you're seeking him and as you're doing what he's calling you to do, he's working it, everything out for your good, because that's what his word tells us. And he's not a man that he shall lie. Mm-hmm. So you, it's a guarantee that um, as you're in his will, everything is working out. Mm-hmm. Everything is working out. And so um, you invited God in. Your grandmother, you had a dream that your grandmother was basically go back, said, go back to what I taught you, which was God. Mm-hmm. And, which was part of my gift. That's what she was telling right. me. Right. I can't show you, but he will. mm so, again, your gr- your grandmother was almost like a vessel, God speaking, like, you have Absolutely. something inside of you that no one can take away. I know you're going through some tough times. I know it's hard, but there's something I placed on the inside of you that no one can take. Mm-hmm. And if you can just tap into it, you can not only save yourself, but your children's children, breaking generational, curses. generational curses. So that is... You know, and a lot of times when God chooses, chooses, you know, his children to break free, you do go through a lot of things because you're breaking curses. You're going against everything. Mm-hmm. So you're, this is spiritual warfare and you Which have to the fight. the reason why I fought in that relationship, because we all have different fathers. I have mm. four kids to one man. Mm. I fought. And you stayed in I something. stayed in something that was not healthy because yeah. I was trying to break it. I wanted my children in a home. With two parents. Mm. But I guess the first curse was because you had your children. You broke having children all over the place to different men. I broke that. <laughs> <laughs> that was what God wanted me to do. But he wasn't meant to be my husband. Mm. And how many women have stayed in relationships longer than what they were supposed to stay in just because they wanted their kids to be in a home? I can imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. I know for for me growing up, like 
you think like you see like, oh, the mom and dad and children, but inside the home is a wreck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's better for two people to be at peace individually Mm -hmm. than be in a house full of chaos. Mm -hmm. And so... It's very common for people to stay thinking they're trying to hold on. And it's like, no, this is bringing more toxic to the children to see two people fighting, arguing in this environment than just being separately Mm -hmm. and trusting God. And I think it is at a point where you just have to be like, God, I trust you. Like, I don't know how these bills are going to get paid. I don't know how we're going to eat. I don't know who's going to take care of us. I don't know where we're going to go. But God, I'm trusting you in this moment that when I step away, that there's something better. And that is what he's doing because I'm going through it financially right now, even Mm -hmm. though everybody else looks like you look like you're living because Mm -hmm. I can make things look good because that's. Yeah, we all (laughs) we all you don't know what people are going through. That's what I'm trying to do. I think as a human being, like up maintaining your image as a human being is something that we all can do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And as a mother. Yes. And as a black mother out here. Mm. Because we are always kicked down. Yeah. We are always kicked. And I'm going to raise my daughters to be queens. Yeah. I'm going to raise them to be stand up women. I'm going to raise them to be strong. I'm going to raise them to fight. I'm going to raise them to walk away when it's not right. Yeah. That's just it. And like I said, this journey I'm on, I just want to, I, I want to thank God for putting me through the things that I've been through because it's, it's making me better as a person. You know, even though I go through my falls, I go through my breakdowns, but I'm going to be okay. And, um, so you're breaking generational curses. Um, you're learning your gifts. Mm-hmm. And you're fighting back. It's a fight. It's a fight to become who God has called you to be. You mm-hmm. think the enemy is just going to let you walk freely into the no, woman no. who God still sees you? Through their dad every day. It's not an issue. He still hasn't stopped. Mm. But I stand up and I can't, and you cannot come past this door. Mm-hmm. I prayed over my house. I blessed all my doors, every window down to the basement. Mm. He won't step across my door path. <laughs> yeah. You got to get not come in here. Yeah. You cannot come in here because you are not bringing them satanic, satanic demons over here. I don't want to deal with it. You mm-hmm. can text me whatever you want now. It's a joke to me. Okay. So let's talk about um, your boyfriend being not yours in general, but like people being in relationships with demons. Because that's a thing. Listen, we don't recognize it until... You know. It's like they do have a mask. Yeah. And then it's like they take it off and you're like, oh, this is a demon. Yeah, you're demonic. This and, is and very demonic. You, you'll know because one minute they don't realize that they're doing it. There's times that he has said, I didn't say, say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, who said it? Who said it? You didn't say it? That's when I realized this ain't him. No accountability. They're just... Doing stuff, saying stuff. And don't even realize that they're doing it. Yeah. So that's, that's when I realized this is not him. This is a him. And I said that to him the other day. I said, you know what? I try to forgive you because I know it's not you. I said, you just won't let go of the world, which is bringing these demons in you and land up with these different women being a Jezebel. Yeah, the spirit of lust. Is bringing all per- these yeah. demons into you and what you're bringing around. And this is why. Is he has too many open doors. He doesn't understand why my children cannot come lay where you lay. Yeah. Because now this is a spiritual. It's a spiritual battle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you have to protect them. Mm-hmm. And so I would say 
if you're in a relationship with someone and you feel like this is demonic, like this is a demon, this is not even a man. This is like a demon trying to, to hold me back, even trying to attack to, me. You have to pray over them. You have to pray, and then no you have to cut them off. You have to cut them off, but you have to continue to pray for them. And the only reason, and that's a battle that I went through, but I have a cousin who told me that. She said, Lex, I know that you despise him because of the things he's done. I know that you see, she said, but at the end of the day, you have to cut him off and pray for him. Cut him. Cut them off. Completely off. Because you have to separate yourself because mm-hmm. they don't understand boundaries. They don't understand they don't accountability. Understand you try to ha- have a conversation with them. It goes, it goes one ear and out the other. They're arguing. Yes. This is a demon. They don't. There's no comprehension, understanding. Mm-hmm. Everything is a fight. There's it's always something mo- wrong. You're the wrong one. They yeah. do nothing wrong. This is what I hear all day. And then you develop this trauma bond with them and I did another episode on a podcast where we really got into details on trauma bonds so if you guys want to listen to that um, you can search it but um, there are demons that come in the form of boyfriends Um, some might even creep in as husband but usually from my understanding they come in as boyfriends and it's usually right before you're going into your next level because they're like destiny blockers because the enemy comes yes. in to try to stop you, to prevent you from becoming who God has called you to become, to keep you stuck. I also want to say one more thing to women out here. Uh huh. There is a demon out here that attacks a lot of us and it's, it's a sex demon mm-hmm. and they like to touch you at night when you're sleeping. Mm. Is that the succubus and the incubus? Yes, it is a very, it's a demon that if I don't know if you guys, if anyone has ever had the the dream like you can't get up, like something's on top of you, but you can't move. OK, yeah. So I had a coaching session with someone and they said it's called a uh, sleep paralysis. That is a sexual demon. OK, so let me tell you something. I experienced that in my mm-hmm. lifetime. And when I experienced it, it was literally after I was with someone that I had no business Mm -hmm. being with. It's a sexual demon. And I didn't understand. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. What is and like I couldn't move? And then I seen a shadow who rides you and touches you because they lust off of beautiful women. When you are a beautiful woman, sorry, beautiful woman. And you have a, you know, a lot of us have features of ourselves that. Yeah, curvy. You know, yes. woman. God created women. Yeah, and they when we're sleeping, they touch us. So that's why you can have dreams like sexual dreams mm-hmm. and not even be sexually active. Yep. You like not watching porn. You can be totally yes. pure and yes. still have these dreams. Yes. And so, how do you get rid of it? Prayer, prayer, yeah. and you definitely have to anoint your home. I went through it, and I went to a pastor who identified it on me. Mm. And that's how I knew. And when he said it to me, I was taken aback because I was like, oh, my goodness. He's right. I had I had had that dream from a child. I think it started when I got molested. And I and I started having those dreams over and 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 they wouldn't stop. And then it seemed like every man that I walked by or something was just too sexual for me. This is why I, you know, when I went to that pastor and I had that talk, he said, yes, it's a sexual demon and has been leaning on you for a very long time. So, yes, when you are a woman and you have those dreams and they don't attack all women, that's the thing. 
I don't know what, why they. So how did they choose with what women? That's what I don't understand. But there are some of us women that they do touch when we're sleeping. Yes. And, um. I so was, you need deliverance. Yes, you have to be delivered. You have to be delivered. You have to be delivered to get the demon out of you. You are at, you are at, you are very right. Um, well, not out of you, but get the demon off of you, from around you. But you are absolutely right. You have to go to a pastor who can deliver it from you, and you cannot also let anyone touch you. Even in church, you can't let everyone pray over you. You can't let everyone lay hands on you. Say it, and it's the truth. And that is another one of my gifts that I because some from some God. people are passing things down passing and down to you. Yes, and they act like they're helping you, but they're actually placing it in you. Mm. So that is another gift that I was given to see. Mm. Um. Wow, that's good. Yeah. What would you? What would you want people to know from your story? From from my story, I just want. What would people? What would you want people to take away from your journey? What I want people to take from my journey is that never give up. Always put God first, even when life gets tough. You you have to fight. You you can't let Satan win. You you got to fight him back. What does fighting look like? Standing strong, praying, not not following what he puts. He places he places things in your life to sidetrack you. You have to listen. Distraction. Distraction. Yeah. You have to listen when God's talking to you because he talks to you. He talks to you through other people. It could be a stranger that may walk up to you and say something off the wall. You'll be like, what? But you might have been thinking that earlier. But you, it's like, okay, it's a confirmation. Mm-hmm. Like you've been thinking about something, but you wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. But then you hear it again. That's God. He's talking to you. He's giving you confirmation that this is what you were supposed to do. Now someone else has said it. Now this is what you need to do. Right. Because he talks to you. Either you can hear his word when you're by yourself. You have to be alone. You have to have time with God. Everyone needs that time with God. I don't care if you wake up and just say, good morning, God. I'm happy I woke up. Thank you for waking me up. That's your five minutes. Yeah. You have to have time with him in order to hear him. Yeah. You have to listen when things are coming your way. When he sends the signals, you have to pay attention. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Yeah. And you have to stay prayed up and you have to keep an anointing over your home where you lay your head, where your peace is at. You have to have an anointing there. And I think that that's good. Um, Yes. And thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Um, and thank you for having me because I was course. actually afraid. Like, I don't even know what to do, like what to say. People no, you did fine. Crazy. You know, people, but people don't understand that people, God is real. God is real. And everything I said about that church is real. And mm-hmm. I, I always said that I, there was a day where I'm going. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by this episode. For additional resources to help you grow in life and in faith along your journey, visit jordansjourneycoaching.com. Until next time, God loves you so much and so do I.